This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome to the Blank Slate, and thanks for pushing play. This is Rich, one of your co-hosts. Uh, thank you very much for listening to part two of the Blank Slate's big ass NBA season preview. Uh, this has uh, been a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to part one. Disclaimer for part two: the world has changed in just a few days since this recording. Uh, Tristan Thompson has been signed, and Jimmer Fredette. Yes, we get into some good Jimmer Fredette talk. Mm. He has been unfortunately released, as I'm sure some other things have probably uh, changed in the recording uh, since the recording to now when you're listening to this but nevertheless enjoy it's a lot of fun conversation and uh yeah enjoy part two with myself chris mullet and tony colt a, more, a much more interesting team and in, in that i feel like you know they definitely surprised a lot of people last year um and hopefully they continue to surprise people even more this year are the uh, the milwaukee bucks uh mullet yeah go more, ahead this is the more fully formed version of Orlando and that yes. they're a little bit further along. Yeah. Um, in addition to Greg Monroe, I think is going to help a lot. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a young team that is going to in the East be competitive every single night has a solid core and are just waiting for a couple guys to make an extra little step. And then I feel like they could really be, really be dangerous. Uh, and Michael Carter Williams is a dick sucker <laughs> wow Tony? uh i wouldn't go that far on michael carter williams uh but they do have i mean really nice guard depth gravis vasquez tyler ennis chris middleton oj mayo jared bayless and then mm-hmm. i mean if you think about the size they can throw at you in the yeah. front court on defense they could put antetokounmpo and Monroe out there with either John Henson or Jabari Parker. Now, there are not a lot of teams that can match up with that athletically. Nope. There, and there's not a lot that you can do to score against that. Now, Middleton and Michael Carter-Williams are also really big for their positions. So, I mean, that's another team that could just be like really – like freakishly athletic on D and again, you know, surprise a lot of teams. They can score lots of different ways. They're athletic. They can move. They're young. I don't know. Yeah. It's a fun team. I'm going to, I'm going to be excited to watch the box. Yeah. They're, de- they're a definite team that you're going to stop when you see them on the television just because of all the different moving parts that they have. Yeah. Uh, and Jason Kidd. And had the at the coach position. Ah, never, never mind. <laughs> no, he did. He did fine last year. It's you know. I think I, he did really well last year. Actually, I yeah, mean, it's, it's no one likes Jason Kidd. Yeah. What's that? And this is year three for him as a coach, right? Two hit two in Milwaukee. Uh, yes, I believe that's right. Okay. Yeah. No one. No one wants to give Jason Kidd credit or like him for anything, but you know he's doing a good job. Yeah. Um, moving on, uh, I am uh, this next team very different on uh, for no good reason whatsoever. Uh, but Toronto, the Toronto Raptors, you guys are both uh, having them at eleven, 
and I have them at 16 for no other reason other than I just feel like they're going to drop off this year um, unless unless Drake decides to suit up. You know, I just don't see it happening. Um, it just, it's, it's a feel thing. Again, I didn't realize fucking Lance Stevenson wasn't on the Hornets anymore. So what the fuck do I know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It just feels like they they their run expired. Fair point. I think um, that in nothing. No, don't call I mean, that a fair point. Again, it's no. I, I could totally see them doing that. Demar Derozan's on a contract year, um, if I'm not mistaken. Kyle Lowry is going to try to keep up with his breakout season last year. Um, you know, guys like Damari Carroll and Patrick Patterson. You know, I, I don't want to use the phrase trick or treat, but they they've seemed to be more consistent than what they've been in the past. Uh, I don't dare say Anthony Bennett right now, but I say Anthony Bennett. Yeah, Rich, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Tony? Look, they play in the Atlantic Division. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, last year they uh, they won 49 games. And I'm not sure what they've done so much to get markedly worse in the offseason. It's still Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, they signed DeMari Carroll to play small forward, uh, who was a just super versatile, useful player for the Hawks last year. A uh, really enjoyable player to watch, although oftentimes you find yourself wondering quite why you're enjoying watching him so much because he doesn't uh-huh. score. He, he just, he's just always involved in different ways. Um, still got... Patrick Patterson and Scola and Valanciunas. They signed Biombo, um, I guess, to kind of fill in that like defensive third big position that they let uh, Amir Johnson walk. So, I mean, it's really basically the same team, and they're they still play in a shitty division. So, why not them? Why not them? Okay. The Toronto Raptors. Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Fear of the North. Like, no. Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan are going to win a title. Like, no, I'm, I am not fearing you if I'm like a real team at this point. Yeah. yeah. They are, they are, a, they are a decent test for you in the first round. That's all they are. Yeah. Yeah. They're that, they're that video game boss a third of the way through the game. Yeah. Where exactly. you're like, they are oh, a, they're going to get a few hits in on you. They are a team that everyone in the East would love to play in the second round. Exactly. Boy, it'd be good, man, if we could just get a run that had, like, you know, somebody really bad and then, like, Toronto in the second round and we could just save everything up. That's what Toronto is. Yeah. All right. Next on the list, on the rankings here, are the Washington Wizards. Um, I'm just going to say ditto to everything I said about every (laughs) single thing that I just said about the Raptors. I mean, that's fine if you want to say that. Um, Mullet, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit more strongly. Uh, I have them seventh. Yeah, which is definitely uh, highest of all the three of us. Of Tony anybody. has them at 12. I have them at 10. Um, we actually all have them higher than any you know, analyst, NBA or ESPN or anything yeah. at our little average here. Um, again, it's the East. Kind of almost what Tony said with Toronto, but I just feel like the core of Wall and Beal is stronger 
than anything Toronto has. And if you can get decent minutes from Nene when he was playing, which already somebody should have cut me off with laughing (laughs) by saying decent minutes out of Nene. Wait, wait, but Dewan Blair is there now. And so, I mean, so we are combined with the the two of them, one ACL. Right. Um, Yep. And Gortat, you know, God, Drew, all right, hold on. I and mean, then this was not even pretense. There's no way Augie is fucking young, older than Drew Gooden. But I'm going to check it anyway. Sure as hell. No, 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 no. Drew Gooden was born in like 1981. Yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he should have really fucking was there. He was born in 68. Don't even look at it. Um, <laughs> the summer of love. 1868. Here's, man, here's a better one, though. Who's had more jobs, Drew Gooden or Augie? <laughs> That is a good one. Uh, no, seriously. All right, how many how many professional basketball teams has Drew Gooden been on? In the NBA? Yes. He has okay. not been relegated yet. I'm going to say okay. seven. I feel like that's low. I'm going to – man, there are so many that you can think like, yeah, he had a cup of coffee over there and over there, and he played there for ten games. I'm going to say – I'm going to say nine teams. Yeah. I'm going to read them off for you. 2002 to 2003, Grizzlies. 2003 to 2004, Magic. 2004 to 2008, Cavs. 2008 to 2009, Bulls. 2009, Kings. 2009, Spurs. 2009 to 2010, Mavs. That's seven. Clippers. 2010 to 2013, Bucks. 2014 to present, the Wizards. He has played for ten. ten. He's played for a third of the NBA. <laughs> Move aside, Clifford Robinson. You have been replaced. <laughs> that is remarkable. Ten franchises. And how yep. old is he? He is thirty-four years old. He's still got like three more in him. Exactly. It's amazing. He was the fourth overall Boy. pick. All right. Now, okay. I want to take a detour real quick. To talk about a guy like Drew Gooden. Now, guys like Drew Gooden are the reason that high school players can't get drafted into the league. <laughs> yeah. You understand the argument? That the NBA Players Union, the association, is made up of its members and they're just trying to protect their jobs. But a lot of the jobs that they're protecting from super talented 18-year-old kids who are really exciting are like Drew Gooden's job or Charlie Villanueva's job. Mm-hmm. Tayshawn like, Prince. Yeah, like, like, look, these guys have had careers, but they shouldn't have careers now. There's a super exciting 18-year-old kid out there who who is capable of doing more than they are, and he can't play just because of these, you know, just because we'd, of the stupid rules. We'd be remiss if we didn't save Richard Jefferson right here as well. Oh. He was a contributor for Dallas last year. God, fuck. I'm going to have to look that one up too, aren't I? (laughs) Well, while you're doing that, I will say this about Washington. Um, uh, Conventional wisdom would have you kind of like have them a little bit lower since uh, they lost Paul Pierce, which during the season wasn't that much. But like during the playoffs kind of played a really big role for them. Um, But I feel like under... I wouldn't say under his tutelage or whatever, but just another year of progress and, you know, advancing and have more playoff experience again, wall and Beal. Uh, I just feel really good about those guys. 
And yeah, that, that's that's essentially why my rankings that high is. Yeah. Yeah. I just have a, a feeling that Beal is going to have his healthy season and make himself super valuable whenever he goes his next step, which is this year, I think. I think he's a free agent this year. Well, it depends on who else might be heading there. Um, um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say two words on a question mark. Randy Whitman. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to respond with two words. Randy Whitman. Randy Just asking the question. Whitman. Just I, asking uh, the question. I, I thought you were going to say Otto Porter, but I forgot the junior. <laughs> right, right. You had to you had to rule that one out immediately. But yeah. Mm. Um, and de- Kelly Oubre, junior. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong about the Toronto uh, comparison, but I feel like they're Toronto with potential still, um, like breakout Agreed. potential. Agreed. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anything else about Washington, you guys? Nah. Washington? Four seed, five seed. Yeah. You know, Washington? We nope, keep talking turn. about Washington? <laughs> nope, I looked at the list. It's your turn. All right, next up, the Miami Heat. All right, here we go. Um, I I had them highest of the, the three of us because I had to. Shockingly. Uh, I had to go. I, I saw where you had them, Tony, and like that was the one that like, affected where I put my pick. I was like, all right, well, I got to be the highest on Miami. Uh, Mullet, very, very much the lowest on Miami at 13. I had him at 8. Tony had him at 9. Again, for the same reasons, I'd have them the highest. Mullet had to really piss all over Miami. Uh, just There's really just being a dick. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. Um, but bottom line is uh, if our best player could not almost die this season, um, I think we'll be pretty great. Pretty great. I, I can 100% see them being the second best team in the East, which still isn't staying, saying a lot. But like after the trade for Dragic last year, everyone was pissing their pants. Like, oh, shit. He, 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 Miami's wants to fucking really, really win again and, and compete. And it was true. And it was going to happen, too, you motherfuckers. Um, but, yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully Hassan Whiteside uh, proves to be a, a real life being that can play that well and not just a ghost that we saw last year. Um, we'll actually have uh, 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 fucking uh, who's the fucking asshole that we got? Uh, Josh McRoberts. He'll play because mm-hmm. uh, he couldn't play all last year. Uh, forgot we signed him. Um uh, we got Dragic, uh, fucking uh, uh, Dwayne Wade's still a player. Uh, he'll play a third of the season, a third of the speed until the playoffs. Fucking, I really Don't like forget this team. Amari. And Amari, we got Amari like to to be like, hey Amari, try to be old Amari for just for five minutes, just for five, just 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 go out, just try, just try. Hey buddy, just try. I don't know. I really fucking like the team a lot. All right. Leave me alone. It's really a good quick. sign when go ahead. Well, actually this is gonna be really quick, so go ahead. I would say it's not a good sign when uh one of your acquisitions in the off season was in a big budget Hollywood movie that his storyline was he was getting surgery. As Amari Sotomayor was in the movie Trainwreck. So I'm just gonna point that out. That's just what Amari Sotomayor does though. 
Man. Yeah, but like how long ago? Like Amy Schumer didn't know anything about sports, so she's like, "Oh, I need a basketball player." Oh, LeBron James. So they had to be like, "All right, well, somebody's going to get surgery." Amari Stoudemire. They could have picked another sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I said to Tony, "Go ahead with real Tony. points." Oh, uh, so as I was doing uh, the reading for this podcast, I happened to notice that there are several NBA players now making their debuts who are younger than Kevin Garnett's NBA career. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kevin Garnett made his league debut on, I believe, uh, November the 3rd, 1995. Um, So uh, a quick rundown. And of course, the player that springs to mind on the heat is Justice Winslow uh, was born after that. Um, as was uh, Javel Okafor, uh, Kevin Garnett's teammate, Carl Anthony Towns, <laughs> <laughs> uh, D'Angelo Russell, Stanley Johnson, uh, and a, a smattering of others uh, making their league debuts this year. So kudos to the big ticket, 39. And he's got a fellow 39-year-old on the team, Andre Miller. So Lord, what you're saying is... Chronologically, Kevin Garnett, in theory, could have sired a teammate. Uh, well, oh yeah, certainly, certainly he could have. Had man, I want that to happen one day. Like a Ken Griffey Jr. Senior playing on the same team at the same time. Yeah, the Ripkins that right. kind of situation. I mean, yeah, like in both those situations, they were being coached by their dad. But like, I want a father-son teammate situation. Yeah. If it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to be the NBA at this point. Well, it happened in NASCAR, of course. Well, True. Yeah. You know, you could drive a car till you're fucking 80 or whatever, though. Um, <laughs> what? Eels. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm the only one that had sound points on the Miami Heat, and so that means you're going to win the East this year. <laughs> I mean, I could have made some So I, You know what? You fucking squandered your opportunity, so sorry, Buster. Moving on. Just, nope. Real quick. New Orleans Pelicans. Here we go. Anthony Davis, <laughs> best player in the league next 10 years, and um, hopefully they don't fuck it up around them. Next. <laughs> Uh, Tony, you want to talk about the Pelicans? Oh, oh, we're really going to give this to him? Fine. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Mullen. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like uh, we we all had them a little lower than some projections. A lot of people had them as a top 10 team, which I had them at 10, which I feel like was being very generous. That was merely a. An Anthony Davis bump. That was sure. That was what it was. But yeah, they are definitely going to be. You know, they are following uh, the 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 Thunder trajectory from however many years ago. And yeah, last year they had the thirteenth best record in the league. Yeah, and I don't think, and I have them. I think at ten. Yeah, so that they should yeah. make a natural progression, especially with uh, a different coach. I, th- I think I think Alvin Gentry is a legitimate coach, and can can help out a lot and yeah, the heat are definitely the, at the very best, the sixth best team in the East, Tony. Hmm. 
I mean, yeah, New Orleans, the one thing that I always felt about them was how are they not better on offense with the players they have on offense? Drew Holiday, Eric Gordon, Tyreek Evans. Anthony Davis, of course, is now like the most terrifying player in the league. Um, so, you know, in theory, they should be great on offense. And let's hope that Gentry brings that in. Um, I think that alone is worth another couple of wins. And they only need another couple of wins to get to like 50 wins. Um, now, in the West, yeah, that's probably the six, maybe the, you know, six or seven, 50 wins. Um, in the East, you need like 38 wins to get to the six. So, um, no, that's not true. You probably need at least 40. You don't have to go 500, but, um, yeah, I don't know. The Pelicans are going to, the Pelicans are going to move on. Uh, Anthony Davis. I'm just super excited to watch. I just freaking love yeah. that guy. Yeah. I just love that. The thing I, with me is I'm, I'm trying to be calm with him because I feel like every single time we get somebody like this, something bad happens. Well, look, something bad might happen, but so just enjoy him. <laughs> you don't have to jinx it. You don't have to jinx it, but just really enjoy watching him. Don't take yeah, it for granted. Yeah, make the most of it while we got him. Smoke him while you got him. Yep. He's probably uh, going to Derek Rose himself. Oh, oh no. That hey, could mean like five segue. different things at this point. <laughs> huh? Derek Rosing yourself could mean like five different things at this point. Let's <laughs> knock it into the allegations. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Mr. Bill of the of the NBA. <laughs> Did Mr. Bill force group sex on a woman? Oh boy. <laughs> Man, hey, SNL in the 80s was desperate for material, all right? I was gonna say that sounds pretty risque. <laughs> all right. Well, the Chicago Bulls, I guess, says we got we got next. Um, what is happening? I don't know. I feel like the Bulls should drop off a lot this year, right? They should, but it's the East. Yeah, they, uh, I don't know. Uh, my feeling on the Bulls is they have a very high ceiling and a very low floor. There's a scenario for them that includes Rose getting hurt again, Pau Gasol showing his age a bit, Noah in any of his various ailments, his knee, his foot, his back, shoulder, uh, any of that could flare up, and it usually does. I mean, I feel bad for Noah. I love the guy, but yeah. he gets hurt a lot. Also contract uh, year for him as well. Yeah. Um, Dunleavy is probably going to be in a back brace for most of the season. McDermott looked like dog shit last year when he was uh, briefly involved before getting hurt. Uh, the less said about Tony Snell, the more everyone will enjoy this podcast. Um, I mean, it's clearly Jimmy Butler's team at this point. Yeah. Uh, Derek Rose doesn't like or understand that. Um, so that'll be really interesting for the third of the season. Rose will undoubtedly miss uh, if Jimmy puts up another all-star performance. It's being nice. Uh, third. Sorry. So it's being nice. Only missing a third. Well, yeah. Last year, I think he played like 55 games about, about two thirds of the season, but that was his big healthy comeback year was 
I'm going to miss 27 games. I mean, that's what that's what Wade plays. It's like Derrick Rose can't be Dwayne Wade already. Rose is like 26. Wade is like 33. It wouldn't that be a son of a bitch? But guess what? It happens. Yeah, it's happening. That's true. That's true. It's, yeah, it's it's happening. Also, uh, the mayor, new coach, Fred Hoiberg. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting to see. I don't see him like you just look at him and you feel like you could walk right over him. I mean, I mean that's, that's kind of what went into my ranking of Chicago was like I just have no idea about how they're going to take to this new coach. I don't know anything about him. I just, I mean, compared to Thibodeau, I don't. I don't really know what the difference yeah. is going to be, and I don't see it being a positive change. Uh, yeah. Again, I see it being either staying at the same level or it being detrimental. At the snap of yeah. the fingers, they could be the second best team in the East. We have them on average being the third best team in the East, or like it could be a disaster. And if it's just Jimmy Butler and every and like a couple other people around him, like this could easily be like a like a, a forty win team or 42 win team it i could definitely see it happening if enough things fall into place where it's just one of those years where like it just crumbles and even still they're gonna make the playoffs in that situation but it's not out of the realm of possibility the bulls went 50 and 32 last year with with pow being an all-star starter and jimmy being an all-star starter and now I don't think they're going to get to 50 again because no, no. the way they got there was Thibodeau makes his guys fucking kill themselves and mm-hmm. he plays every player that he does play. He plays them way too many fucking minutes. So Hoiberg's probably going to be better from that perspective. But I mean, I think the way the Bulls really did what they did was by like not having a higher gear to shift into. They were always they were always on. They were always redlining in like fourth gear. Right. Which I mean, look, there are asshole players who will do that, you know, Noah and Heinrich and those type guys. Those guys will be assholes. Miritich loves it. <laughs> uh but it takes a lot of energy and yeah. you know they're I don't know if they're that talented anymore. Rose and- Rose not being Rose just absolutely submarines this team. Sure. Mm-hmm. That changed the trajectory of the franchise for the next 15 years, 20. Um, and also, Mullet, to your point uh, about uh, this this new coach looking like someone you could walk all over, that might just be by design of the front office. Uh, that, I was going to point that out, and I thought that's where you were going with yeah. this. So let's, like, let's come up with the antithesis of Thibodeau. Yeah. So he's this stocky, fucking scary-looking dude with a bad haircut. Let's just get like the fucking like the the fucking president of the science club with a great haircut. Yeah, which is what Hoiberg looks like. All right then. Uh, anything else on the Bulls, fellas? No. No. All I mean, right. All those players could be good if they're all good. The Bulls are, you know, the Bulls are a juggernaut. They're an Eastern Conference finalist, but I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Um, moving on. Our next team that we have here are the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, kind of all over the place on this team. Uh, I have them as high as seven. Uh, Tony has them at 10. Mullet, you have them as low as 14. 
Uh, I'm trying to find them here. Um, ESPN and NBA both also had them at seven. For me, it's just a thing of, and I feel like we had the same conversation about them last year. And for me, it's just I'm going to keep them as high as that until further notice because they don't seem to change anything. And they both and they always seem to be as good as they are, which is better than people think. Had the fifth best record in basketball last year. Yeah. Fifty five wins. Boggles my mind. Yeah, I just I at a certain point, it's got to give, you know, that and that's how I feel. Uh, Gasol got paid. I don't think it's really going to affect him. Zebos, you know one year older and 10 pounds heavier and the other three guys are Jeff Green, Mike Conley and Courtney Lee. You know, that I don't see how they're any better than the seventh best team in the West, especially with the Matt Barnes thing, which I don't think is going to be a big, big deal, but that could potentially loom over that team a little bit, depending on where it goes. Hmm. This team is not as talented on paper anymore. as I think they used to be. Well, I mean, I disagree. I don't think they're any less talented. I certainly don't think they're really any more talented. Um, but if that, you know, if last year they were good enough to, you know, to win 55 games, I don't see what would cause me to feel like they'd suddenly be, you know, in the, you know, like the number 14 range, which is, uh, what was that last year? About 45 games, you know. How are they going to drop by ten? I mean, I just don't. I just don't see that. I see them. I see them dropping. You know, I see them dropping slightly. Maybe you know, fifty fifty one wins something. Like yeah, that. I, I'd be shocked if they got the fifty wins. I really would. I I feel like a team like New Orleans or even um, who was the other West team that I had picking up the slack? Or the, I Oklahoma like, City. Yeah, Utah. Well, Oklahoma City, obviously, but also like. I have Utah at 15. I would not be shocked if somehow Utah poaches a couple of those games as well, just yeah. in terms of like it working out. Like I just, you know, natural progression. If you're not San Antonio, it happens to you eventually. Well, right. and that's the thing is like, it seems like they're the San Antonio without, you know, accolades on success. Um, minus like, you know, in season success, the, just the thing about that, the, the word to cat to uh, fucking use your, Fucking words, Rich. Uh, the word to characterize the Memphis Grizzlies. Sorry if I'm breaking down a little bit here. Is stubborn. They're just too damn stubborn to get too damn bad within two, one damn season. Yeah, I feel like they've been playing possum for about three years, and eventually, you know, everyone's gonna be like, "Fuck you, you're the Grizzlies." Uh, you know. Well, but. They win 50, you know, 50 plus games a year now for the last like three seasons in the West. They won 50. Yeah. Like they're not some kind of suck ass team. The problem is they always have to go play like fucking San Antonio. Yeah. Or, you know, Golden State or Houston. And it's like, well, those teams are really fucking good. Like, uh, who'd they play last year? The Clippers in the first round? It's like, well, I think yeah, so. the Clippers yeah. are better than them. Like, the, you know, that was the no, four they, five. No, it wasn't the Clippers because the Clippers. Oh played no, the yeah, Spurs that's right. The Clippers play the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, who did uh, they play? It would be. Let me think. Houston, Dallas. Oh, it must. Well, no, I think it was Portland. Mm. 
Well, either way, like I said, until further I'd notice. Say yes, you know? yes. It was Portland because that was the Portland team that should have been ranked lower, ah, but they true. weren't because mm-hmm. that stupid rule where uh, a division winner had to get a top four seed was still yep. in place, which they got rid of this year, fans. Yeah, they go. got rid of that stupid rule. So now, not that it'll be Portland, but a shitty division winner won't just get a top four. Anyway. <clears throat> Uh, I think Memphis stays where they were by staying where they were. Uh, similarly to Utah, you know, like mm-hmm. the teams that just kind of flow in a direction. It either moves a boat up or it moves a boat down. Well, I think the Grizzlies probably got passed by a couple of teams, maybe by the Pelicans, definitely by the Thunder, assuming mm-hmm. that Durant's healthy. Um, so I think that by not moving, they will not move. I think they'll be basically the same. And... Moving on, maybe the Grizzlies of the East with the uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, let's see where we got. You both have Atlanta at six. I have Atlanta at nine just because it's against I, – I, I don't know. I just don't really know what to make of them. And I also had to have Miami as the second-best team in the East. So that was just like <laughs> – um, had to have them winning that division. Yeah, exactly. Plus, like, it always seems like every year they – lose one big piece to injury and they're still able to like cobble it together until the playoffs. And then it just, they're, they, they go most, but they don't. And they're kind of exciting, but they're boring and they're the NBA TV playoff game. And it's just what they are. Yeah. You know, that's the NBA TV playoff game team is the best description for it. Um, I mean, they're, they're largely uh, the, the Mari Carroll, uh, Loss, I, I think, could affect them a little bit, but not significantly. Having Tabo back could be interesting. That's... It's going to be huge for the perimeter defense. Um, Tiago Splitter picking up Splitter. Now they have a real, yes. legit third big behind Millsap and Horford. And they can give different looks at teams by playing Horford at the four. Yeah. They, with, are, definitively, they are definitively on a night-in and night-out basis the most consistent option to be the second best team in the East. I, the Bulls could be there, but th- this team is, is is a more well-oiled machine to do it than. Oh, they're 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 fantastically coached. Yeah, the way yeah. they play is, I mean, silky smooth, well-oiled machine type basketball. They are really good. I watched a lot of Hawks basketball last year. I got the league pass last year for the first time and watched a lot of Hawks, and they were always super fun. Well, and it's like you said right here as well, Tony, on your notes. uh, They are, I mean, and I alluded to it before, dependent on health. Like I said, it feels like they lose one big dude every year. Yeah. uh, At the wing positions, there's not much depth. I think that's where they'll feel the loss of Carroll because he was kind of a Swiss Army knife. You Mm -hmm. could play him at the two, three, or four, um, and he was fine. But, yeah, they're basically counting on Corver being healthy the whole year. Uh, and then that small forward position is like Thabo and Bazemore. It's, it's a little thin. Um, you know, the front court, again, I feel like got much, much stronger by adding Splitter. You know, Horford's going to miss, you know, a little bit of time at some point, and Splitter can actually play. So I feel like they're more or less in the same position last year. They just kind of shifted their depth from the wing into the front court which the way they play actually is probably not very 
advantageous. They'd probably rather have a shooter and a perimeter defender. But I still think they're really good. They're really yeah. well coached. I mean, yeah, they're really They're the best coached good. team in the East. You would yeah. never say that that collection of players should have won how many games? 60-some games last year? Mm-hmm. You would yeah. never think that 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 group of guys, they went 60 and 22. There's no reason to think that that group of guys should win 60 games. You also had a collection of players playing like way out of their mind and above what they maybe should have been. Like Corver, the marks Corver was hitting was all-time stuff. Yeah, but that's not an accident, though. No, it's not an accident. The way but they also move the ball a little bit above their head, though. Well, yes, but I think that that's the effect of coaching is True. the way that Corver shoots that that sort of clip is that they move the ball around obsessively and he has to fight over like a billion screens and you know guys shoving their butt in the lane like he has to fight through so much of that and they screen so much off the ball so that he can catch and get a clean shot cuz he's just the best there is with a clean shot yeah uh Moving on, we are uh, so close. We are seeing the end of the tunnel. We are getting to the elite of the elite of the league this year. Next up, we have, uh, well, maybe I spoke too soon, the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> oh, we have them as the sixth best team in the NBA. I, I would say that's elite. Right. No, they are. They are. But, like, also, at the same time, you can make jokes about them because there's a lot of funny stuff about them. I don't know what you're talking about. And as I go to the Clippers team page on ESPN, the first picture is Lamar Odom. I'm like, well, fuck. Oh, man. Which uh, reminds me, we did not talk about DeAndre Jordan yet. Well, that's what I – I'm. Sorry. let's just get it out of the way. Let's pull the Band-Aid off. You guys go first. Well <laughs> – I defer to you. Please. <laughs> I'll just, Please. I'll just, Rich, Rich. Yeah. Please. I'll just throw this out there in just trying to keep up with exactly what the events were that were taking place. The closest thing I could equate it to in my mind was uh, like a, the, the, the climax of Free Willy where they're trying to keep Willy alive to get him out into the fucking open ocean. Like that they had Deion, like the Clippers had DeAndre Jordan like on the truck with the hose. Like trying to keep them away from like you know fucking SeaWorld or whatever. This um, is a wonderful analogy. Like this that's is great. how I like that's how it was playing out in my mind, man. Cuban was trying to get a hold of them to you know put them on display, put them in a tank and with a splash zone and all that. Um, uh, which Mark Cuban in himself is a human splash zone. Um, he lives in the Shark Tank, after all. There yeah, you go. Yeah, I was go. gonna say this. This whole thing was like, wow, man, he needs to get off the Shark Tank. Now it's just affecting like his actual like shit. <laughs> um, it, it the whole thing was in, incredibly bizarre. The whole thing seemed like all of those practices were against the rules, or if they weren't, should have been. Like you would think. That now you wait, can't I want to clarify all of the practices. From both sides. Sure. <laughs> the Mavericks definitely tampered. Across the board. And then, I mean, the Clippers, like, I mean, I don't know if it's, it's tampering a- to show up at a guy's house during, like, you know, the offer period. And, and sit on him. him in a room. 
Now, it's like they called in Marcellus Wiley and told him to just sit on that guy. <laughs> Marcellus Wiley? Yeah, but he's big. I'm not. Yes, I mean Marcellus oh. Wiley, the former. I thought you were making him a, a Pulp Fiction reference. No, <laughs> I no. did too. I thought he was talking about Marcellus Wallace. For whatever <laughs> reason, Marcellus Wiley's the first. Warren Sapp is that better? He was fatter. <laughs> Don't worry, Doc. I'm on the motherfucker. <laughs> if he goes to Indochina, <laughs> I'll be there with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. Uh, well, look, DeAndre Jordan is a really interesting player. Would the Mavericks rather be starting him than Zaza? Yes, obviously. But I don't know that we have a that we have a title type core developing right now and given that i don't know why you'd want to throw those kind of resources at deandre uh not that i really think you can win a title with deandre on the floor um i don't know i think he would actually do really really well playing in a role like bogut did last year where he was like on the floor sparingly and was just used for defense and rebounding and it was like don't you ever fucking shoot which is basically how he's used now except that teams foul him off the floor Mm -hmm. yeah and everyone knows it works because he sucks yeah yeah he's not going to get better i honestly thought that DeAndre leaving would have been better for the Clippers. Yeah. It would it have freed them up to do so much more. Because he's insisted on getting touches and looks. Like, if he was able to embrace, like Tony was saying, that aspect. But no, he. I think he's enamored with the fact that it's like, oh, like, I'm, I lead the lead in field goal percentage. Yeah, because you never move fucking two feet away from the basket. Yeah, wants- DeAndre... The problem with DeAndre is that he is... Like, he could be like a rich man's Ben Ben Wallace. Absolutely. In terms of his ability to protect the rim and shot block and rebound and all that, I mean, he is excellent. But his problem is that instead of thinking he's Ben Wallace, he thinks he's Anthony Davis. Yeah. And it's like, no. <laughs> and No, you're not. The th- I don't know if it's a false value that he has because he does do – a good number of things very, very well. But it seems like there's this feeling of obligation to put him on the floor when you shouldn't. Really shouldn't at times. He's he's a tremendously valuable player, but he exposes your team in so many ways. DeAndre's not on this team. Clippers ranking higher or lower for you? Who's the alternative? (sighs) Um, I mean, let's who is their just... number two center? Cole Francis. Aldrich. Cole Aldrich. But let's just assume that they do a combination of Blake Griffin and Josh Smith. Yeah, I was well. gonna say. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. And they've Aldrich also added get Pierce. About minutes, they've also but, added yeah. Lance Stevenson. Apparently, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would. Jamal have them... Crawford is still there. Yeah. Considering I had them ranked fifth above the Rockets, who were yet to get to, I would have them right in the same area. Just because that offense takes a different tone enough to where I feel like they don't lose anything. They definitely lose defensive and rebounding, but I feel like they'll have a higher tempo offense that will make up for it. Yeah. Tony? Uh, the Clippers, I don't know. I'm never so interested. 
I always kind of think they're frauds. There are a lot of guys on this team that I'm like, uh, you guys are frauds. Yeah. The Clippers to me are just like a team that because of their history and because of everything that they've been, uh, I'm just rooting for spiritually. Like I want the Clippers as a whole, including their fan base, their like original fan base to do well. Um, yeah. And it's just hard Look, to actually let me see that this. happening. Yeah. Let me say this. They got a lot of guys that do a lot of fucking talking that have never won anything. No, that's very true. Yeah, I'm I'm oh so past that point that you're at. But it's oh. like to me, I feel like they're entitled assholes. <laughs> I'm like Chris Paul. Look, everybody just kisses that guy's ass left and right, and it's cheap shot to say I count the rings. But like, I'm sorry, Chris Paul's never even been to a conference final. Never sniffed it. Like. Never even got to the final. Never even got to the conference final. Like, if you're a transcendent player and if you're playing with Blake Griffin and you got all this talent with you, like, damn, man, you got to be able to at least get there. You got to be able to close out that fucking Houston series last year. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. Now, they beat the Spurs and that was a crazy seven gamer. I mean, that's yep. probably like the biggest slugfest first round series that we've seen since uh 2009 first round uh Bulls, Bulls, and, Bulls, and Bulls Celtics. Yeah. Celtics yeah which was you know completely knocked down drag out but that Clippers Spurs series was right on the heels of that so yeah they I were probably what, a little gassed in that Houston series but that was embarrassing yeah I mean I Houston's guess it's a pretty soft team right yeah. is Who's next? Is that who's next? Yeah, yeah that is who's next. next. Let's just move on to the Rockets. Um, so, as you just described them as a pretty soft team, uh, they added uh, Ty Lawson in the offseason. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, that's like their big piece that they added, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they still have Dwight, who was apparently like, Dead last year and still played how he played, and uh, and they yeah, because if he Harden. didn't, it was going to be Clint Capella. Yeah. Um. Yet we still all have Houston. Tony, you have them at four. Mullet, you have them at you have them at eight. I also had them at four. Um, just because I and feel eight. like I'm sorry. I said, it, and the reason being, kind of what Tony said, is just soft. Just and I feel I feel like. Some of the stuff, James Harden, head case isn't the right word, but I feel like some of the stuff that happened to him at the end of the playoffs and the offseason, he's the kind of person that I think could have it affect his performance on the court this year. And you really need to not have that be the case (laughs) for this team to succeed. Well, maybe he won't have to handle the ball as much now with Lawson, you know. Yeah, he can definitely. Like Lawson being there actually is is more of an upgrade, I think, that people realize because the value of Lawson isn't so much that Lawson's going to score a lot of points, but that Lawson is capable of doing that, and he's going to collapse defenders down and is going to get open shots for you know, for instance, Harden just kind of hanging out at the elbow, mm-hmm. waiting to shoot threes. So, and Ariza. Both those guys were, uh, I think, top five in the league in threes attempted last year. Harden and Ariza. 
I believe so, yeah. So more of that with Lawson. Lawson's just going to slash and kick. Mm-hmm. And now Patrick Beverly is more properly a third guard. Because he's going to miss time like he always does. Yeah. And, yeah, you probably can't depend on him to not miss time. And, frankly, his offensive game isn't really good enough to start for that team. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, despite, you know, the fact that they may indeed be soft, I think the the reason that at least, you know, I'm so high on him this year is that with the addition of Lawson and you being able to shift people around in different roles – it just seems like the puzzle fits more now. Like all the pieces That's true. fit more. And it fit pretty fucking good last year. Right. The two seed. So considering <laughs> yeah. that, uh, it, it, you know, eyebrows get raised. Yeah. Um, that said, there isn't really too much more to talk about, is there? I mean, no. no. What's their coaching situation like? It's still uh, not, not hospitalized. Yeah, well, not hospitalized. <laughs> But he is a big dude, so at any moment, if he trips over something, watch out. Currently ambulatory. So, uh, moving on. Um, Real quick, just totally random. Yeah. Is Rudy Tomjanovich dead? No, no, I believe he's no. still with us. Yeah. Okay, I was just we were talking about coaches and hospitalization. I remembered, like, I remember, like, he left the league, and I was like, what happened? Someone was like, it's not good. I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, the, I mean, he's lucky he has a face, but. If you haven't, yeah, if you haven't seen Rudy, Rudy Tomjanovich's face get destroyed in like the '60s, go watch that. Anyway, I, yeah, I was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, to nobody's face is getting destroyed. Uh, next up, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I mean, basically, the big bullet points this year. Uh, like just fucking just as a, a fan of the league, just cross your fingers and hope that Durant stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and at at his highest level, not fucking going half-assed or you're not half-assed, but you know, not holding anything back that he can be all he can be in the army. And um, let's hope, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm fucking pulling for Billy D, dude. Like, we all went to UF. We love Billy Donovan. I'm fucking pulling for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I am very excited to see what this team's going to look like under... I'm just, I'm just excited to see Billy Donovan coaching the NBA. Uh, Not again. What? Not again. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to say again. I didn't mean to say again. Uh, yeah, I think defensively he's going to help out a lot. Uh, it's going to come down to health. If this team's healthy, they are undoubtedly one of the four best teams in the league, uh, as we pretty much all have them. Um, I just we talked about window, and this team's window is is minuscule compared to who they have against them, and I don't know how they match up against those other two teams. Who? Because obviously the two teams we're getting to in just a second are the Spurs and the Warriors. Who? The, who do the Thunder want to see more in a conference final? Between those two? Between those two teams. I Spurs. Yeah? They want to see who they want to see more. They would rather the Spurs and Warriors play in the second round, yeah. I agree. And then play the Spurs after that. 
because at that point the Spurs would be completely gassed and uh, the Spurs are conceptually easier to defend. The Warriors are, are a complete nightmare to defend and the Warriors can defend everybody. Yeah. The Spurs have some flaws. I, I don't see a lot of flaws in the Warriors. Is there anything else that we'd like to say about the Thunder? No, just excited to see them back to as close to 100% as they can be. Yeah, I really want to see Durant. Any, at, any uh, at peak thoughts? Durant. Yes. And it's Cantor, one of the 20 top paid players in the league. That's crazy. Well, then. He's, nowhere, he's, he's worth nowhere near that. He is 19th. He makes $16 million a year. Jesus. How, How do they what? not, like, Steven Adams was doing great for them. I don't know I don't why know. they want to go out and pay Cantor. You're he makes more sp- money. He makes more money than Jimmy Butler, John Wall, James Harden, Demarcus Cousins, well, Clay Thompson. Your seven feet still worth something. Agent, you get that offer sheet. <laughs> you and you run home and you don't let anyone stop you. Sign it, sign it. They fucked up. They fucked up. Just sign it. He yeah. he is Charlie and Willy Wonka. He he is he is bolting. <laughs> um. The last thing I do kind of want to talk about since we're on the topic of Durant is does he stay or does he go now? Mm. I mean, really, is it this year or is it next year? This is the final year. Yep. This is the final year. I I mean, it's really going to depend on the season. I hate hate to make it that answer, but, you know. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. But look, isn't that why they changed the coach? You know? They changed yeah, the coach right. hoping to get different results. And that's a good thing because Scott Brooks was just a plague. Um, and the Thunder front office just allowed that to go on for so long. And it was NBA fans were just screaming at the television, like, please, <laughs> please get a real coach in there because they've got so much talent. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. They did. Let's see. Yeah, it, it, I feel like if they get like the conference final and it's like a six, seven game series and they win, you know, 60 some games, it's going to be hard pressed to go east because I think everyone realizes that he would go east. Yeah. And, and try to battle the Cavs for the championship over the next three, four, five years. Well, all I'll say is that, uh, if they get eliminated in the playoffs and he takes his jersey off on his way to the locker room, <laughs> my eyes will be uh, wide open. If he goes, to, if he goes to the Heat, I'm never watching basketball ever again. Just gonna put that. Got it on the record. Yep, on he the record. I will never watch heat. professional basketball ever again. Look, man. I look. <laughs> you haven't felt it. <laughs> you, you don't know. Uh, Microwave oh, champions. Shit. Are we talking about the Thunder anymore? Hold on, come on. I want to let's let's analyze Nick Collison's game for about fifteen minutes. No, you huh? know what? I see here we have next the C- C- Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't, I, don't really know, I don't really know too much about this team. Cavalier. Oh, this team doesn't know that much about this team. Um, God, we have. I just looked at the depth chart. And they're the only team so far that's at one player at one position. <laughs> Kevin Love, and that's it. <laughs> Power forward. <laughs> Fuck. It's horrible. Which is crazy because really they're going to have three power forwards. LeBron's a power forward. 
Yeah. And that other guy, I, I, I forgot his name. I have no idea. Uh, so I was a dick, and of course I put them number one, you know, just to skew everything. Uh, and you guys have them at three, uh, which is the correct answer. Yeah, that's where they would have been regardless. Uh, you putting them at one did nothing, so I hope you feel accomplished. I do. Um, this is going to sound bad. I see last year going strangely similar to last year. This year going similar to last year? Yeah. Uh, well, because we, there's a lot of definites. You know, Kyrie Irving is going to get hurt. We aren't as healthy. We are We are closer to health of the end of last year as we were at the beginning of last year, uh, which is not what you want to have happen. Uh, LeBron's almost definitely going to take two weeks off again. Um, deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, he absolutely does deserve it. And I feel like plays it's harder the best than thing. anyone. Yeah. Um, I'm just interested to see. Oh, I swore to God this was going to be the photo, but it wasn't. I appreciate that. Whatever this text is. is what did you send me, Tony? What is this? Do I want to see this? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. You were, you were going all out. It's preparation, fellas. Hell yeah. Oh, God. Um, thank you. You're, you are a better friend than Rich because the photo above that is that fucking foot. Um, yeah, I just wanted you to see that again. So I put another photo in the <laughs> No, I know. I know. Uh, so anyway, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, the health is already an issue. Uh, Tristan Thompson needs to go away. And I don't Quit mean like sniffing glue and sign the fucking deal they offered him. Yeah, because a lot can change in a year. And when you're getting the type of money you could potentially be getting, you need to take it. Because uh, I don't know who, I honestly don't know who is going to give him that money next year. Uh, sure, some dumb team will, but it's I bet the be Mavericks dumb- would. I bet the Mavericks would give him that money right now. Probably. Uh, I don't know why Cuban hasn't got involved in that. That would be so sick. That would be such a billionaire sick move if he just. <laughs> He does it on Shark Tank like every week. Like he's out and then like they just dick around. He's like, okay, fine. I'll give you the 300K for 10%. It's like, you were the first one out. What are you doing, Mark? Uh, you don't need to buy these butt wipes. It's literally, he spent $300,000 on male baby wipes this week. Hey, the guys that invented those dude wipes are from my neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> look, I'm going to try. <laughs> the dude them. wipes are made a couple of blocks away. <laughs> I'm gonna try him, but yeah, like it's I'm such not... a Wicker Park thing. <laughs> it is. It's um, horrible. It's horrible. Right, anyway, real cab analysis. Uh, yeah, Kyrie. Hopefully, we'll be back by Christmas. Um, I'm fine with that. If he's not Kevin Love, I have really good feelings about this year as kind of an fu season. Um, I really, really, really cannot tell you how much I hate the Mo Williams signing. Just, uh, I, I, I get, I get it. Home. I get that Delhi's not the answer. Delhi's so still, many bad field goal attempts. My boy, my boy, but he was never the answer, and he sucks. As soon as I got two K sixteen, was the first thing I did. I traded Mo Williams and Anderson Varejao <laughs> because I I got better options. Uh, I I wish we could pull off the trade that I did, but we're not going to be able to. Um, uh, Jr. Smith, we we need to just take it easy until twenty sixteen. And I'll be, I'll feel fine. It's the, obviously they're the best team in the East, whatever. It's just the 
biggest thing for me is the fact that they just can't like they they just have guys that are gonna get hurt. You know they're gonna get hurt. And it's just Verja. Yeah, Verja. Kyrie. Kyrie's supposed to be their 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 number two, number three, best player on the team. And you know I'm... he's gonna spend so much of the year battling injuries. Like as a fucking league fact, there are eighty two games in the NBA season. Kyrie Irving's gonna be hurt for a lot of the season. And that's all time during which LeBron cannot take breaks. Yeah. If all those guys get hurt, LeBron can't take his break, which he needs to. The Spurs have shown players should play like 70 games. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Uh, I I don't know if Anderson Verizon and LeBron James like slid each other's wrists and shared blood like five or six years ago. But the fact that we still have him on this team is like... Like the goodest of goodwills to a person. Like Verjo got dirt. He must. Like he's got to have. Oh, don't say that. We're being recorded. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. Uh, okay. But yeah, like we just need to play the defense that we were playing at the end of the year, um, which is all we really had running ragged. And we need good quality time from some of these guys that they didn't show in the playoffs. Like we need J.R. Smith. Shut up. We need Iman Shumpert to also be healthy for a lot of it and keep his defense going. We need Richard Jefferson possibly to contribute. Um, Let me ask you something though. Are they capable of playing that same kind of defense with a healthy roster? Because if they have a healthy roster, Love and Kyrie are going to be on the floor. Uh, Instead of Thompson and Delhi, who were like, I mean, outside of LeBron, I think, you know, were certainly huge defensive contributors. Absolutely. Uh, do you want my optimistic answer or do you want my realistic answer? Well, I mean, I want to know what you think of that. If they I, have I, a healthy roster, they will be worse on defense in the playoffs. I think I think that it's six and one half dozen another between those two specific people because I think Kyrie made some legitimate strides um, in the at when he was having a really really good playoffs until he got hurt and then he got hurt again. Um, Love I won't know until I see it because we didn't see it at all last year. Still has um, not really played in the playoffs. No, still hasn't. Yeah, I mean those fucking. He got hurt in the first game, right? Uh, I think it was like the second or third game. Because the first game, he went like two for 16. Yeah, I feel like it was the oh, second. Okay. Second game. Yeah. 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 Bit of so I remember I made a Facebook yep. post saying, hey, everyone, don't don't be alarmed. Kevin Love still hasn't played a playoff game. And it was like the third quarter. Uh, uh, Mozgov's another big one. I'm looking for big things from Mozgov. There you who, go. There's a guy. I, was, I, I really enjoyed him. I love Mozgov, year. dude. He was very he, good He was the second guys. best player on that team. Yeah. He had to be. He had to be. Well, Unfortunately, we had to put him on the bench for like end of the games. But you know what, guys? You're right. This conversation made me realize. I think I'm going to change the Cavs to my 14th ranked team. <laughs> Fuck you. By the way, we barely mentioned LeBron James. Uh, I mean, aside from what you mentioned about uh, what both of you guys mentioned of him. Uh, you know, definitely going to take time off as he probably will take a stretch of the season off every year for the rest of his career. Um, 
and yeah, just he'll be getting run ragged if if everybody can't stay healthy around yeah. him. Aside from that, you know, like there's nothing he can't do that he doesn't want to do. This year is incredibly important for many reasons. And beyond, I mean, I'm not going to say it on the record that, of course, he's going to resign because then that's what gets replayed next year. We're talking about him back on the fucking heat or something. Um, that would but, be so great. Look, man, there's always room for family, you know? Hey, remember what, remember what I said earlier? <laughs> You're in Rich's friendship couldn't survive it. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I'll never talk to Rich again. I mean, I'll be fine. Yeah, no, I'm Mullet, I still love you, man. No, I'll never. You'll never. You'll you know? never see me again. <laughs> Look, there's one thing about being home, and there's one thing about being with family. You know, what's more important? Anyway, what I was saying was that this year is very important, just for also LeBron's future, and that he's not a spring chicken anymore, as we found out last year, and he really, really, really needs to do what we were talking about. But if the things don't shake out the way that they do, he could be doing irreparable damage to himself. And this this is his last best opportunity to do three three things at once. Win a title. Um because all the other teams in the East got weaker. And the Cavs didn't really get stronger. We didn't get better. But by being healthy, they will be better. I mean they still made it all the way to the finals. Yeah. So it's not like, and, you know, you would say that they probably would have had an easier time of it if they'd had Irving and Love. And even um, so, we still made it to the finals pretty damn easy. Right. Right. The East is not hard to get out of if you're as yeah. good as Cleveland. So, you know, I think that they're going to be up there. I think that they're going to be up there. But LeBron, this is his last best chance to win a title. Uh, he can opt out of his contract after this coming season. And when the cap rises, the max contract level rises accordingly, and he can sign a big balloon deal for well over $100 million, um, like a five-year deal worth, you know, 100 and some million. Um, He'll probably be making at least 30 a year. He'll be getting a off a Kobe deal, undoubtedly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what the specific numbers would be, but um, you know, it's going to be. I understand it would be well in excess of 100 million dollars. Um, so, uh, and then I don't know. He gets to he gets to be the savior of Cleveland. He gets to be like, you know, the most famous man in Cleveland in the last hundred years or something. Like, you know, it's like him and Jim Brown. Yep. Right. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I mean, that's and you're even put. You're just pushing it with Jim Brown. Yeah, and okay. Also, probably his last best chance to win the MVP award because yeah. now he hasn't won it for two seasons running. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is a guy that likes to collect achievements, the same as all the other guys do. And he's won. Is it four? Yes. Yeah. Two it would be pass, pretty. Yeah. So I'm sure he'd like to do it uh, again with the Cavs and get a five uh, to add to the shelf. And again, like you said, he's getting older. So the window is closing. It's never going to be wider than it is this this coming season. Well, and not only from his ability 
from the standpoint of his ability, but also it looks like a particular unibrowed center is about to take a stranglehold on the MVP for the next few years. True, yeah, but also don't forget, don't forget Steph, Steph, yeah, that Steph Curry is still like 24 years old. Sure, and, sure. And, no, Steph's uh, like 27. Really? Yeah, Steph stayed at Davidson for four years. Oh, you're right. You're right. Regardless, he, might be, he might be 26, but yeah. He's 27. There are that crop of younger guys that are going to be in more prominent roles in, in yeah, in just more featured roles than LeBron will be for the next few years. Yeah. So, I also look forward to uh, seeing our coach stand on the sidelines and look like the dad of the nerd in any high school movie. Yeah, no, I was going to say, and they still have a coach <laughs> moving on to the San Antonio Spurs, uh, which we all have at number two. Um, uh, I mean, just as, you know, Manu is, you know, not going to be Manu for, he hasn't been Manu for the same, for quite a while. Uh, Tony Parker still has flashes here and there, but is, you know, getting older. Um, you know, I Manu's feel like, 38. Good God. Duncan's 39. Eh, that sounds right. <laughs> The thing um, is, Manu, like, every time he kills a bat, he at least gains a year out of that bat's life force. So very, very he's, true. He's only, like, 36. Uh, <laughs> is that how many bats you think he's killed? I mean, we have one well, like, on record. On camera? Two, yeah. He's, he's legitimately stopped two bats. Wait, two? What was this? Uh... Anyway, uh, they also yes. signed Jimmer for debt. That's good. That's going to be amazing because, of course, it's going to be amazing. You know it's just something that's going to work. It's like, oh, yeah. Pop knows how to get Jimmer the ball in the spot that he's great yeah, from. He's, Absolutely. He's going to be the new Kyle Korver. But yeah. also, as long as, like, as many breakout uh, postseason series that Kawhi Leonard has had, he hasn't really had, like, a really standout regular season, has he? He Last is season, the reigning defensive player. Yeah, he's the reigning defensive yeah. player of the year. Right, but Last as, season, he... He like missed the first part of the season through injury, um, and then he came in and was incredible. So this could potentially be his first full season breakout year, though. After the Finals MVP, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, he won the Finals MVP. He got hurt, and then he came back and won Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, he's clearly trending upward in a really exciting right. way. That's essentially them signing an all-star, but they've had him. Yeah. And he just hasn't played like an all-star in the regular season. Um, Aldridge, and Aldridge, Duncan, Leonard, front court. Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's gross. <laughs> it's fucking vomit-inducing. <laughs> I hate it so much. Everything awesome and fun and shitty but funny about the league. And then we get to this, and it's like, well, fuck it. We give up. Yeah. Aldridge, Duncan, Leonard. David West is getting like a million dollars a David year. David West! Yeah. yeah. Matt Bonner, still hanging on. <laughs> D.L. <laughs> D.L., uh, who uh, I just heard my door break down in my house. I think he's eating the rest of the Krispy Kreme donuts I have downstairs. So there goes he your just bonus. Went, he just went straight straight through the wall like uh, the Kool-Aid man. Kool-Aid man, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go on record right now. So I have them pre-ranked. Second, they are my title pick this year. 
because again, I'm a narrative person. What else makes more sense? And this is this team on paper, juggernaut wise, winning the title and Duncan Pop and Manu right off into the sunset and like assless chaps on horses. <laughs> Just and what then, makes and you then, think? And, and then they leave, and they're they're perfectly fine with Leonard and Aldridge and Parker for, for Parker for a couple more years. I. Uh, you know what? Those three that you just named right there, uh, they're in Grizzlies territory to me. I'll believe it when I see it. They're not going anywhere until I see them go anywhere. I don't think they're ever going to fucking leave the league ever. I think if you they have to a, cut off the head. Yeah. Yeah. If you win a title, if they win a title, I don't think they they stretch it anymore. At this point, I really don't think so. I legitimately believe they will never stop. What will happen? Ah, never mind. Cause that's going to happen in this year. I was going to say, what's going to happen sooner? Duncan retiring or Manning retiring? I could refresh my ESPN and Manning could retire right now. It's very true. Manning's arm already did retire. Yeah. Anyway, number one, the Golden State Warriors. Yes, sir. Hail to the Chiefs. The Golden uh, State Warriors. They stayed. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> uh. They stayed healthy. Their team stayed more healthy than their coach did. Um, everyone's coming back, uh, and and uh, between San Antonio, Cleveland getting healthy again, and all these other teams making additions, everyone's talking about everyone else, and they probably don't like that. Um, which is and also combine that with the road they had to the title. Um, yeah, uh, they'll be pillow. Have a little something to prove. Yeah, the teams that were complaining weren't the ones that they played. The ones that they didn't play didn't get far enough to play them. True. So you know the Clippers, especially, I think need to need to take a long look at themselves uh, while they go draw in a Golden State. But um, I don't know. The Warriors are the best team. They were. I mean, they were clearly the best team by some distance last year. They smoked good teams all the time. They were historically good. Yeah. Let's let let's discuss this. Luke Walton. Yeah. That's going to have some kind of an effect, right? Uh, how long is Kerr going to be out? I don't know if there's like an official. Let me go to news. Oh no, it's went to like all news. Oh, no, it's NBA news. Hey, can we pause for just one second? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I have to go kind of soon, like in the next yeah. couple of minutes. Yeah, we're almost done. Okay. Um, like in the next, like maybe, like maybe five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we okay. can get it done. Uh, there's no timetable on Kerr. Okay. Thank you. He had two off-season back surgeries. Uh, I, I think it'll have an effect. I think I, I had them rank third again, just basically by being a dick. But you know, I I could see a potential sophomore slump in terms of you know kind of being hungover from the success of last year. That's always a possibility with any champion, uh, but I don't know. I just kind of see them instead of being hungover. I see them being more hungry for uh, for yeah. not getting the the. The glory that they feel like they maybe should have gotten or other champions do get. Um, yeah. We don't have too, too much time left here. And there's really, again, as far as the Warriors go, they didn't change anything. Uh, yeah. There's not much to talk about. And they got rid of David Lee. Yeah. 
And added so, Ben Gordon. Uh, let's go ahead and get to uh, the other categories in the league. Let's just run through these real quick because uh, we've already gone long enough. I'm going to cut this up in a, uh, a, at least two pieces, at least two parts. Yeah. Um, so uh, who do you guys have MVP predictions? Give them to me. Uh, mullet. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go LeBron. Tony. Uh, I want to say LeBron as well. Yeah, I am going to go. Fuck it, man. I'm going to go Anthony Davis. I think Gentry uh, figures out a way to, to make him shine even more and it'll be a little undeniable. Um, let's go with uh, eh, coach of the year is boring. Fuck that. Um, no, come on. Come on. Come on. Do you want to coach of the year? Yeah, because uh, the coach of the year is a proxy for something different, which is the guy who does the best job with, you know, an underrated team. Really, okay. like a team, you know, like last year was Budenholzer. You know, it's always uh, it's always a guy that does a lot with not very much. So okay. in that context, who do you think it'll be? Uh, me? Uh, I'll go with. I hadn't really thought about it. Um, what do we got here? Uh, let me go with the... Uh, I'll go Gentry again. Wow, I'm really fucking going to be riding the Pelicans here. Pelicans. Scott Skiles. Okay. Go on, Skiles. Mm. Yeah, you know, I also... I also might go Skiles. I feel like it's the best opportunity and the best chance. I'm already in on the magic. That means I have to believe that Skiles is worth, you know, like 15 wins to that team. Yep. Although, uh, now that I'm actually thinking about it, I'll still stick with Gentry. I could see Gentry being a thing. But in the course of our conversation, essentially, my Skiles was Brad Stevens. So I could see that being a thing as well. Yeah. If they can do what they do and win a few more games, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Who, before we get to our conference champions and then uh, our our overall champions, who do we see that we're saying goodbye to this year? Any big retirements on the the horizon? Mullet, you already mentioned potentially Duncan, Pop, and Ginobili. Um, KG. KG. We talked about Kobe. Kobe. Any other big uh, retirements we might see? Anthony Andre Bennett. Miller. <laughs> Anthony Bennett. <laughs> Damn it. Is it is it bad that those are both hilarious for the same reasons? <laughs> They're just too old to be playing basketball. <laughs> They've been I in the bet, league too damn I long. I would put my mortgage on Andre Miller or Anthony Bennett in a fucking one-on-one game of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> they call him the professor for a reason. Oh, damn man. right. All right. Uh, Eastern Conference. Tony, who you got? Uh, Cleveland. Mullet? Uh, never mind. Cavs um, over Hawks in five. What? Cavs over Hawks in five. Oh, okay, you want to go that route, Tony? I'm going to go Cavs over Heat. All right, I'm going to go Cavs over Heat in ten. Uh, Western <laughs> Conference. <laughs> uh, Mullet. Got to win conference. by two. Got to win by two. It's like <laughs> exactly. <tennis. West>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spurs over Warriors in seven. Tony? Oh, man. I'm going to go. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm going to go Warriors over Spurs in seven. I'm going to go. <sighs> Only because I want to. No, I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm just going to say it. Uh, Spurs over Warriors in fucking five. Oh, that's 
felt Whoa. wrong. I know. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, that came out. Champs. Yeah. Uh, Tony, who do you got winning the whole thing? Uh, I have Cleveland. All right. Cleveland over... Uh, uh, over the, Golden State. Oh, so you have a rematch. All right. I have a rematch, yeah. I have a rematch, and I've got Cleveland winning. All right. Mullet? I'm a masochist. Spurs over Cleveland in seven, and I'll never see it. Yeah, you're just trying to reverse jinx it. Um, but that is what would happen. Trying real sp- hard, Ringo. <laughs> I have Spurs over. Uh, I have Spurs over Cleveland in one, and <laughs> that would be the fourth Spurs versus LeBron finals matchup, which means it's destined to happen. The fourth Duncan Ginobili Parker Pop versus Bron. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That'll do it, man. That wraps it up um, for <laughs> this year's the 2015-16 Big Ass NBA Preseason uh, Podcast here on the Blank Slate. Um, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Tony, I know you got to run. Do you have anything uh, uh, that you want to plug or anywhere that people can uh, have a conversation with you, criticize you, agree with you, or anything like that online? No? Yes? No? Uh, no, you got to do it in real life. There you go. Got to uh, know the I man. will see you guys back in April for a playoff preview pod, hopefully. Yeah, Sounds yeah. good. If not sometime in between before then. All for right. a little, maybe a little bit mid-season thing. Um, so, Tony, thank you very much for uh, uh, being here. Mullet, any, uh, or Tony, any final thoughts on uh, everything that we talked about here? About the league? Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to have a really good rookie class. I think that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, something that wasn't really mentioned too much. That's any thoughts on rookie, rookie of the year? Uh, you know what? I don't really, uh, I don't really watch a heck of a lot of college basketball, right. so I can't really say who, um, it's gotta be again, a good situation. All right. Well, dude, thank you so much. And, sure. um, yeah. Uh, mullet, any, uh, uh, anything you'd like to plug here, uh, where the people can find you and, uh, criticize you or agree with you on anything. Well, really anything Cleveland related. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else, everyone's already agreeing with me. Uh, no, yeah, uh, at your host mullet on Twitter. Uh, I don't tweet, but if you message me, I'll respond to you. Or if you like, if you if you say something to me, I'll say something back to you. But I don't like go out of my way to tweet. Uh, you mostly just find me uh, through the pod toggle stuff, which I'm sure you're gonna hit in a second. So, absolutely. And any uh, final thoughts on the uh, going into the season? <sighs> I bought a blood pressure machine. For real? I, is it? A sphygmomanometer? Sure. Ah, oh, that just revealed it. <laughs> that I didn't. <laughs> I, 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 should be hooked, I should be hooked up to one. I was hoping you found uh, one of those old blood pressure machines uh, from like a CVS that you just found at a flea market and got a good deal on it. Yeah, with the chair attached? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I uh, I just want to point out this entire podcast. I was wearing a, a, a Sean Kemp throwback, so I don't know what that means for the Ooh, season. Rain but man. Yep. It means we're all getting pregnant. <laughs> Y'all pregnant right now. <laughs> um, as for me, you can find me on Twitter, Rich Cammy, uh, Instagram, Rich Cammy Four, audiobooks on Audible. Um, and uh, that's it for me. My thoughts on the season. It's gonna be fun because basketball is the best sport going right now. Uh, all these other sports can learn a thing or two um and uh uh uh, yeah um 
thank you very much for uh, subscribing and listening to the Blank Slate. If you don't already subscribe to it, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, hit the subscribe button. And because we are so infrequent, we don't know when anything's going to come out. Uh, just subscribe and it'll make it easy for you, for us, for everyone involved. You can also follow us on Twitter, Blank Slate Pod. Shoot us an email with, uh, uh, we talked about a lot. Here, if you want to give your thoughts on everything we gave our thoughts on, blankslatepodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, you can find this podcast right now on podswoggle.com, which will be migrating very, very soon. But you could also check out the rest of the Podswoggle Network shows, Married with Movies, uh, Picked Up Podcast, uh, 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 Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. And then over on Arcade Audio, arcade-audio.com, you could check out Our Father, a brand new uh, podcast, uh, confessional style comedy podcast check it out um i don't want to give too much more away other than that but uh it's uh fucking hilarious i love working on it um so yeah anything else that i missed no fantastic uh thank you very much for listening to the blank slate catch us later this has been a pod swoggle network production Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.